all of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch and I looked and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me and nobody believed me. She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghosts. The ghosts are up there. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. Uh, we are your hosts. I am Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And this is the podcast that's all about real-life ghost stories. Yeah. Don't uh, bring any of this fake stuff up in here. Exactly. Real-life <laughs> ghost stories, but they're told by the people who have experienced them. Let's just be honest. Most of these people that we're going to talk to are people we know and we trust. Yes. So we know that they're not lying. These stories need to be real, but we need to also get them from you. So what is our email address? That would be hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Please start sending us these stories or we're not going to have much of a podcast. Yeah, you can send, you can actually write out an email, you can send a voice memo or we'll actually interview you on the show. Make sure you send your phone number and we will actually contact you and do an interview and make it super awkward. Yeah. But again, we can't do anything if you don't reach out to us. So that's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. So um, a little bit of backstory on Rebecca and I like... We're radio people. Why us? Yeah. So Rebecca and I got started (laughs) together a million years ago. We used to work for different morning shows in the same right. building. And so we would text each other all morning long, pretty much just complaining about our co-host. So that, <laughs> that is so true. And we would also talk about who is the person who was stinking up the bathroom. Right. Because uh, there was always somebody, the serial pooper is yes. what I called her. Yes. And actually Rebecca clued me in on a universal fact that it is always the hot chick. Right. Always. It's always the hot chick who's stinking up the bathroom because she's too hot to care. And weirdly, I'm one of those people, I look at shoes when I'm in the bathroom <laughs> so I can figure out who it is after the fact. That's super weird. Yeah. So you know, it was the hot chick. It was chick. always the hot chick the Always. blonde hot chick so anyhow that's how we became <laughs> friends and then we started doing a movie kind boozy of, movie review together boozy. well before we were doing video ones oh, um, yeah, for right. our radio stations and then I got fired woo and um <laughs> but then we started doing boozy movies right. which was a podcast where we would go to a movie screening then get drunk and review the movie mm-hmm. which was awesome but it's also very hard to get drunk every Tuesday night true when we, we have to get up and go to work and yes stuff. when you're an adult yeah um so we had to stop doing you that have kids right Right. It's a little difficult. It's tough. And then we would be, um, then we started doing regular movie podcasts and no one listened to those. No. Which was a bummer. Uh, we did. So, <laughs> we did. We think we're hilarious. So why not try again <laughs> with something that we both love? Let's do a podcast Ghost! that no one will listen to. It'll be awesome. Woo! But that's the thing. Along the way, it's like one of the only things Rebecca and I are ever serious about are ghosts and ghost stories. Totally. We're both super creepy about that's this That's because stuff. we've both had encounters, or at least we think we've had encounters. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We've so, both been on ghost hunts. Yes. I, I even taped a TV show. That's awesome. Called Ghost Hunt a million years ago. But we're asking for your stories, but we have to show, it's like, I'll show you mine if you show exactly, me yours. Exactly. That's exactly how it is. So Rebecca, tell me your ghost story first. Okay. So this is like, I guess this has probably been going on for five or six years in my house. And I assume that it's some sort of a spirit that's connected to a piece of furniture because I like old furniture. Okay. I don't, I only, I don't have a lot of new stuff in my house. Oh, like, so you're, you're saying this is, this is by choice. Uh, yeah. It is my choice. I choose to have old furniture. I like antiques. I like junk. I like vintage. I like anything from like the 50s. I'm all about it. Anything that smells kind of granny-ish. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. If it smells like my grandma's house, like 
please bring it to me the because Nasus. I love it. Okay. Yeah. If that was a perfume, oh my goodness, I'd smell like old lady all the time. It'd be great. <laughs> old lady. Yeah. So whatever, whatever this little spirit thing that's in my house, I think I assume it's connected to some sort of piece of old furniture. And it's like for forever, I've thought it's it was this cabinet at the top of my stairs because it only creeps on me at the top of the stairs. And for whatever reason, I don't know what it looks like. It, it's always like a black like outline of something. Really? Yes. So it's not just like I had this mental image. You remember when the cabinet attacks the the people in Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Like that's literally what I just saw. No. Your cabinet being threatening <laughs> towards you at the, the top of the stairs. The cabinet does not attack me. It's something that's in the cabinet, I think. And I, for whatever reason, I get this. It's a Native American male. Uh-huh. I like I can see like the long hair outline, Seriously, long dark so- black hair. So you're seeing something. The, yes, it's definitely like a being. It has like a shape of a body, but I don't actually see like fingers and eyes and a face. Okay. It's a black faceless like thing. A Native American blob. Yes. That but that's like the impression that it's giving me. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, like, I've never no, seen I get it, it, but it's like that's the image that it's sending me. Right. And like there have been several times where I just you know how you you get the the hair on the back of your neck stands up? Yes. Okay, so this happens to me in the middle of the night. I'm dead asleep in bed, right? And all of a sudden I wake up hair on the back of my neck going up. My spidey sense is triggered and I feel like I'm being watched. And three out of, I don't know however many times this has happened, that black blobby Ah! image has been like in my doorway. No. Yes. Yes. And then on top of that, I hear all the time people or something walking up and down the stairs. Doors have slammed shut. And then I don't know if it's because we've been talking about doing this podcast that more stuff is happening at my house right now. Are you serious? I'm not even joking. And I like... but you live in a standalone house, so it's not like yeah. you're hearing like neighbors. No, it's or anything. not neighbors, not at all. Like it, this is definitely my stairs. Like I can hear the thump, 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 thump up and down the stairs. Yes, and doors slamming shut. Seriously, these are, and these are doors that like nobody goes into. Right. Like there's a back bedroom that the door is always closed, and but I'm always hearing it like slam shut for some reason. But the this might be the craziest thing that's happened, and it happened I guess a week and a half ago or so. I am laying in bed dead asleep and I wake up and I hear my dog's squeaker toy like going off in the other room wait wait is your dog in the (laughs) so that's my first thing is like oh my gosh my dog is playing in the middle of the night yeah and I reach down and he's totally like by my legs and there's no way it could be my husband yeah because hubs was snoring sawing logs in another room like right so whatever it is is like picking up the squeaker toy and squeaking it. And let me just tell you, it's not, not battery operated. Right. Okay. Like you have to actually like squeeze it. And like, I don't, am I, can I play the, Oh my God, you have audio. Makes? I do have audio. Wait a minute. Did you like go and pick up your toy? And I record? did. Oh, I God. did because it, yeah. cause that, cause you know, they say like spirits can't like, it's hard for them to do stuff. It takes a lot of energy for them to like, do they say that? Cause I've never I don't know. heard I that. Had, so like I went on a ghost hunt and that's what she told me. She said really? it takes a lot of energy for spirits to turn things on and off. Well, it's like if it was Patrick Swayze, we know. Remember, he kept like yeah, jumping like through. how you remember how he it took was a long time to get that penny up the side of the or, true, up the door true. or whatever. <laughs> okay, this, play play your sound. It's effect. not battery operated, it. so it okay. can't be like a haywire toy. I might still make fun of this. Just <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like toots. <laughs> So like that's okay, but yeah, if you hear that in the middle of the night, that's, that's creepy. It's, it's creepy, yeah. right? So how do you find out? Like, what kind of is there any history on your house? Is it an old so, house? No, my house isn't old. It's like from I think it was built in two thousand one. So I, I mean, for all I, I mean, it could be like built so, on something, right? But I got I'm gonna have to do some research on that because I have no idea. But like I said, I think it's. It's in attached the furniture. to a, fur- a piece of furniture And you're house. thinking, p- like, specifically the dresser drawers. Yeah, and I hear what's crazy about it is I don't think it's a bad spirit, necessarily. I just think he's kind of creepy. 
It's almost like he's well, he's like giving he's like I'm just watching out, making sure you're sleeping all right. It's like yeah, but you're this dark blob hanging out my doorway, right. and not going to be cool. With like that. maybe don't be such a creeper, right? I guess we could like go the route of like getting a psychic to go in and and touch your dresser, right? But then like anytime I've done ghost hunt stuff with it, yeah, nothing ever happens. No, it's like I feel like the psychic is just making something up, and I know I just met. So you feel better. That's probably I, I, yeah, what it is. Yeah, you paid like, all this money. I'm just going to say some things so you'll feel a little bit better about sleeping in your own house, right? And they'll start telling like the most horrible story they can possibly think yeah. of. Something terrible happened in front of this dresser and the dresser <laughs> can't get over it. And you're like, oh, oh. And you just gobble it up. You're like, yeah, that's it. But then you're also like, who is this person? Why am I believing yeah, this story? That's what, so I don't know. I, um, wait, how are we going to, do we know any Native Americans? Do you like, know? I've got, I've got, I actually have um, a, a friend who lives in Oklahoma. He's Chickasaw. So I feel like I could probably call him, ask him what's up. Let's call him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to know why? What has happened? Why is this going on? I just think it's weird that it's like specific. It's a specific like Native American being. Right. That's weird, right? Well, and what if, what if we actually like get to the bottom of it and he's not a Native American? And, and I'm just wrong. And you're just wrong. And he, your ghost is like, what the heck, dude? Like, yeah, what? I, have, I have terrible ghost intuition. Yeah, is that what like, you're saying? Right. Okay. Now so, I feel called out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so can I tell my story Yeah, I was now? about to ask you about yours. Okay. This is like the center of my fixation on mm-hmm. the paranormal. Because when I was about 14 years old, my... My mom and I moved to Marietta, Georgia, and she bought this three-story condo. I don't know if I've told you this story before. This is like my favorite ghost story to tell anybody. So um, we moved into this three-story condo, and we bought it from this guy named Bill. And he had had an interior designer come in and do everything. So there was great furniture all in it. And he was moving in with his girlfriend. So he just sold us all of his furniture Mm -hmm. and everything. So we pretty much just moved directly into Bill's place. And uh, he moved out. We lived there for like three months. We loved this place. So it was three floors. I was on the top uh, story. Mm -hmm. My mom was on the middle and the bottom was like the living room and the kitchen. But all down one side of it was this wall of windows and the staircase. It had one of those kind of floating staircases to go up and down. So anyhow, we've been living in this condo for about three months. And this is where I'm going to lose you. I wake up in the middle of the night and there is something over me, something kind of floating over me. Like hovering over you, like Ghostbusters. Uh, Yeah, kind of, but they didn't try to take off my pants. (laughs) Thank God. No, um, you know what it reminds me of? Okay, have you seen um, The Haunting of Hill House? Yes. So when Nell sees the bent neck lady for the first time, and she's floating over her. Yes, okay. I freaked out, because that's exactly what it felt like, but she was right on me. Almost like nose to nose. That's nuts. Yeah, and um, I couldn't see her face, but I could see and kind of feel hair down. See, this is a theme, though. Yeah. I couldn't see, I can't see my ghost's face, you couldn't see yours. No, so wh- obviously there is definitely something there. Right, so there's this, like, sparkly smoke in front of me. So I jump up, and I, like, with one hand, I'm pushing her away, and there's nothing there, of course. I push her with my right hand, and my left hand, I turn on the lamp. So I can see it for a split second. Right. It's just this smoke. They get sucked up into this little point on there. Sounds so crazy. No, but that's gets, like how every horror movie starts. I know. And it gets sucked up to this point into the ceiling. And uh, and I just sat there and stared. And it turned into a little speck on the ceiling, this little shadow. Because I had one of those, you know, old popcorn ceilings. Yeah. And I just stared at that speck for so long, trying to process what had just happened. And just... I mean, cold terror all over my body. I couldn't move. Yeah, I'd have been shook over Uh, that as well. Completely freaked out. So at some point, I'm like, I need to get my mom. And I will never be able to describe 
how terrifying it was to get from my bed down those stairs, those open stairs next to the windows right. in the dark oh. to get. And I'm like jumping, jumping on my mom's bed with my feet, yeah. you know, like running in there. And uh, I ended up sleeping with my mom for about five years after that. <laughs> Just five years? Because I mean, I would still be sleeping with my mom yeah. if I was face to face like that. Right. And I'm kind of not even joking. Like I could not sleep in my room unless I had someone with me. After that, I either yeah, slept creepy. in our guest bedroom, on our sofa, or in my mom's room mm-hmm. uh, until I went off to college. Yeah. I just could not. And that was the only experience I ever had in that in that house. Other, There was one other time I was uh, in the bathroom upstairs, mm-hmm. and I was facing the mirror. I could see the door in the mirror behind me, and I heard something in the hall, and I saw the doorknob turn. And of course, I had it locked because I was completely paranoid by this point. And uh, so it stopped at the lock. No. And, uh, and I would start, Mom, Mom, is that you, Mom? And of course it wasn't. And I, and I just didn't come out of the bathroom for about an hour until she got home from work. It was horrible. So, uh, but that's really the only other thing that happened. I, I did, anytime I slept in my room, if yeah. I did sleep in there by myself, I would wake up at some point just cold, completely cold and terrified. And um, so anyhow, I would say about six months then after we had moved into the house, mm-hmm. like a few months after this experience, my mother finally comes to me mm-hmm. and she's like, I didn't want to tell you this. No. But you're going to find out. No, 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 no. She, so Bill, whom we had purchased the condo from, he had moved in with his girlfriend. Oh, dear Lord. What did and, Bill um, do? And he killed her. He beat her to no, death. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she was like, he's going to jail. You're going to be hearing about this. And she was like, you know, A, I didn't want to tell you because you shouldn't have to know about your 14. You shouldn't have to know yeah. about stuff like this. And uh, and also, I don't want you to be scared of our house. I can't explain to you what happened or what you saw, but we're not moving out of this house. <laughs> you know? And she was like, if you want to move into the guest room, that's fine. Why, by I the way, how ballsy of your mom that's like, we're not moving out. We're not moving I out. I don't care if you've seen spirits and ghosts and a murdered woman. You're, we're, we're here. We're here yeah. forever. She's Sorry. like, we bought, we bought his house and all his furniture. <laughs> So, yeah, we lived in that house for years until I went off to college. Then she sold it and um, moved out. And once she finally moved out, she told me that years after that, like when I was older and going out with friends at Mm -hmm. night, she would hear stomping and noises upstairs in the bedroom. And she would go out assuming I was home and call up to me. And of course, I wouldn't be there and she'd hear me come home later. So, I mean, there was definitely something there, something there. And that was Bill's girlfriend. It was Bill's girl. That's kind of how I feel. And it really messed with me because it was like, what did I experience? And of course, any kind of normal, rational person that, you know, is like you had a nightmare. Well, like (laughs) how many, let's be real. Like we both probably tried to justify our haunted stories, right? And had so for years, but then there's one thing that happens or you're like, I can't deny it. anymore yeah. there's definitely something there so that's my story that's why I that's used so to tell creepy. people in college that I was going to be a paranormal psychologist like I was totally committed and then I realized that like you have to go to Duke and get really good grades to really get a job like that and then not make any money at all so <laughs> unless uh, you get a TV show like Ghost Hunters and like yes exactly which and then I even tried to do a TV show which I'm like fingers crossed oh I know but mine was the worst <laughs> ever because we never saw any ghosts ever we didn't realize that you're supposed to act like you're seeing stuff that's the thing I think they they don't come out for a reason. Yeah, it's not for show for them, right? You and I have discussed this. I have like an issue with ghost hunting, yeah. even, and I say that fully aware of the fact that we want to set up ghost yes. hunting trips and fully that both of us believe in ghosts. If we but do, but yeah, we're like nothing ever happens on a ghost hunt. Nothing. And I have spent countless. I can't tell you how many creepy old places I have spent the night yeah. in, which sucks. Everybody. <laughs> 
everybody always suggests is like, oh, go spend the night in it. It's like, no, you don't see anything and you just scare yourself all night long. But anyhow, so those are our stories. We need to hear yours. Give the email address. Uh, that's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. That's it. So we have G Money on the phone. <laughs> I just cr- or Ginger Garrett. I don't know. What do you want? We actually, Julie and I, we used to work with you, Garrett, when you were here in uh, DFW, but you moved to Houston like an idiot. Yeah. And now we have to call you on the phone yeah. for that, podcasts. That sucked for us. It was good for you, but it Correct. sucked for us. So yeah. you have a story. Wow. It also sucks for me because have you felt the humidity down here? Oh, my God. Oh, I know. It's terrible. No, I don't go to Houston. I don't, Why I, would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca comes down every once in a while. I do come down every now and then. down the street from me and she doesn't come visit. I, that is not true. Fun. We Whatever. went to lunch the last time I was in Houston. Don't tell me that. So wait, okay. Is the house that you're <laughs> at, that you're living in now, is this the one that you're having issues with? Did we you? just moved. But the house we lived in for five years down here, we had encounters or, you know, suspicious Oh, so things, like multiples. Um, specifically with my youngest daughter, who was born in this house. Yeah. Who was not in the house. The only house she ever lived in. So she had her own room upstairs and she was in her crib. You know, we'd go get her for late night feedings. And sometimes, you know, the closet would be open. <gasps> you don't really think about it. You just kind of go, oh, maybe we left the closet open. We were getting some out of there. And it I'd be thinking all about the way it. <laughs> or it didn't latch all the way. But and it's and a baby's is, room. Yeah, and you know your baby's room. not crawling out of the crib well, to sometimes just open they the do. door. Sometimes they do. Not you know? if she's still nursing. Yeah. Well, that's... But she she definitely... I mean, this was when she was six, seven months old. Okay. Yeah, so not know, walking. It, yeah. it started that early. Her bones are still spongy um, at and that we would have we would have the monitors, the baby monitors on, and we could hear toys turning on and we just thought you know batteries you, you don't really think about it it's a newer house i mean the house is saying you don't really think like, about it yes you think about it i mean you don't necessarily immediately go oh that's a ghost you just right. go oh the batteries are dying in that toy yeah and, it you know this later is when, on. you know for six months but then it, it continues to happen right and then she moves out of her crib at about two and she's talking and that kind of stuff um she started saying i don't want to go upstairs because of the ghosts as she says the ghosts are up there which is adorable you're like oh and you're like there's no ghosts up there you know you're trying to calm her down and we'd lay with her and she'd go to sleep and then you'd shut the door and hear a toy turn on oh my god Gary. Well, and you think she crawled out of bed. To play. To, like, start playing. Yeah. And you open the door and she's laying in bed, asleep. Dude. There was one toy in particular that it started with. There was a hippo that did the alphabet. And it had, like, a lever and some buttons and a spinny ball. And if you hit them or moved them, it would it would play. And it would spin and count the alphabet. No. No, no, no. And I... you would, like, so it wasn't anything, like, motion detected or anything. You actually had to physically hit a button. Right. To do, to make. And, work. Right. When she continued do talking about ghosts in her room mm-hmm. at like three, three, now it's been three years and she's talking about ghosts. So we, you know, we ask her about do the ghosts hurt you? No, there's a nice old lady and a kid. And a kid. And the, the kid scares her. Because that nice kid killed the nice old lady. The nice yes. old lady will protect her. Holy cow. Oh my God. Wait, how old is she now? She turns five next week. Does Ugh. she remember any of this? No, so she- we moved in August. She literally hasn't mentioned ghosts. We still have the toys. They have never once randomly turned on. Wow. Wow. 
That's incredible. What did you tell the people that, that you sold the house? <laughs> By the we way. We didn't sell. We were renting. So we were like, peace. Yeah. Oh, there's a reason why that house yeah. wasn't for sale and for rent instead. That's because it's haunted by a ghost child and a grandma. You need to talk to the people who own the house yes. and find out if this is like a recurring, because I'm sure Thing. it didn't just happen to you. It's got to be that specific room, right? Yeah. I, and it was only in that room. Like if the toys were out in the game room, they never turned on. We did have that issue in um, my oldest daughter's room in our old house. Yeah. But it was just because we had so many crap toys in her closet. And for whatever reason, <laughs> the ones who make noise, yeah. the batteries would always start freaking out at two or three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's when the Furby would start going like, and the kid would freak out and you had to go in and dig through a bunch of stuffed animals to find this. Oh God, there's a gremlin in the closet. Those are the worst. And there's really nothing scarier until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And especially when you hear it on the baby monitor. Right. Oh God. But for us, it was always just some stupid toy dying and it was never like the same toy. I'm not so sure right now. After hearing Garrett's story, I think you might have had a legit issue with yours. Yeah, but we never, she never talked about there being any sort of ghosts or anything. I like your theory that the boy killed the, the old grandma, lady. The yeah, grandma. or something. Yeah. Dang. I'm glad you got out of there, Garrett. Me too. Yeah. And lived to tell about it. I feel like we hear these stories all the time. I know. Where it's like, oh, well, yeah, there was just a, a sound in the other room. Right. Just like you talking yes. about hearing the squeaky toy. And you always just, you just play it off. Like, right. it's absolutely it's not a no big deal. deal. It happens to everyone. Okay. Your stories, please send them to us. What's the email address again? Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. We also have, this is an old friend of mine from, gosh, like elementary school and middle school. Oh, dang. Yeah, exactly. Go way back. So he has been telling me that he's got this story and I he's been sending me information. I'm I love like, it. I'm not looking at any no, of No, I know. This. I love it. So Ron, tell us your story. Okay. This was about 10 years ago. So there's no funny business like there was in college. We were completely sober. Okay. You weren't high. And mm-hmm. No, no, nothing like that. We were actually a little sick, so we weren't feeling that well. So we went down for the weekend with uh, two friends of mine to go fishing at Lake Phelps, which is on the... Um, like on the Albemarle Pamlico Sound. Okay. So we get there and it's a beautiful campsite of like 13 sites, green, lush. It was kind of random though. There was a lot of Mennonite families there. Okay. So we go in to the office and all the lots were taken. And the guy kind of looked at us and he said, well, there's one left if you really want that one. Oh, that's a bad sign. The haunted (laughs) site. Okay, yeah. So you take it. We didn't pick up on any of this until the next day. Of course not. Until all the weird stuff starts going down. Right. Exactly. So we go, don't think anything (laughs) about it, but it's the only campsite out of the unlucky number 13 with no grass, no nothing. No grass. It's like scorched ground, rock, just Dude, dirt. red flag number two. <laughs> I know, but not registering a bit. We throw our stuff down, put this enormous three-dome, 30-person tent up, and uh, just take off to go spend the day out on the lake fishing. Okay. So we get back that night, and here's where it gets kind of weird. There's no beer involved. There's nothing. As I said, we weren't feeling that well. So we had, like, the standard hot dogs, beanie weenies, and literally turn in early. And this is too much of mine from college and we used to like go crazy so this is very out of character so right before i go to sleep one of my buddies says i'm not feeling really well and i'm probably going to need to move because i'm laying on an incline and it's like making my headache pound even worse he was having like sinus issues this Mm -hmm. is like in the fall okay that's the last thing i hear before i go to sleep right right and as i said we this is kind of important too we're in about a 30 person three dome tent so it's an enormous tent 
It's probably 20 feet by maybe 10, 12 feet wide. So wow. it's a huge tent. Yeah. And it's just the three of you. So guys. just three, just three guys. Yes. So that's the last thing I hear before I go to sleep. So I wait, I kind of blink and I'm wide awake and I look at my clock and it's five o'clock in the morning and I'm completely awake. And there is this figure on the opposite side of the tent that was sitting there. So mm. I actually think it's 10. He said he needed to move. He's uh, hang on one second. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Pause for real life. <laughs> yeah. So I seek out, and I'm like, Ken, are you feeling okay? What are you doing over there? And Ken is about three feet to the right of me, and he rolls over, and he's like, dude, I'm over here. Why? Oh, my goodness. I was like, well, I said, what's Hevner doing over there? Hevner, the other guy, is maybe three feet to my left. He rolls over, very groggy. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm right here. So they both roll back over completely asleep, double barrel snoring coming at me. And there's this figure in our tent. Well, you would think I would freak out, but I actually thought it was kind of actually really cool. And the more my eyes adjusted to the light, the more and more the figure came into focus. And this is where it's kind of kind of maybe lose some people. I've never had this happen before, but it looked like... The figure was coming in and out of focus, kind of like an old hologram movie. Oh my god! With, no, like one of those. With, the you know what? Are, what are they? The uh, the old school like kaleidoscope oh. thing that they play against the wall. Yeah, the kinetoscope. Is or? that what it's called? I, I don't know. know but yeah, when you I don't spin know. it, it makes that. It makes like the terrible, creepy noise, and like you can see the flashes of there images on the wall. Man. La, 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 the yes. Yes. Wait. Okay. So wait. You said it was. But the weird thing was, it was complete silent, like vacuum-like silent. So there was no noise. It was almost like added to the film I was watching came like a light source that looked like a campfire. And then the figure came into focus. It was a dude with long hair, like in all gray, which later on after researching, I'm assuming was maybe like a rebel gray Civil War outfit. Right. And he had a hat on. Okay. And here's where it gets weirder too. He had like a guitar around the campfire. So he would pick up this old, like, Martin acoustic guitar, and he would simulate like he was playing. Yet again, I could hear nothing. It's complete silence. He would take his hat off. He would tip it to me. He would pull, pull his hair back, put his hat back on. This went on for about 30 minutes. That's oh my God, so long time. I'm, I'm laying. I'm laying. I, I don't want to make a sound. I don't want to make a move. My two buddies are double barrel snoring. I'm just kind of locked into this experience thinking, wow, this is insanely cool. And I didn't really want it to end, but I was so scared. I kind of wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. Here's where it gets even stranger. I about 530, I look at my clock and I somehow muster the courage to lay back down and go to sleep. I don't know what happens to the figure, but we get up the next morning Mm. and it's like 738 and my buddies roll over and they're like, dude, what did you wake us up for? What was that? I was like. So I start telling them the story. Mm-hmm. Well, we break into like a Three Stooges movie. We break that campsite down so quickly. <laughs> everything in the back of the Tahoe. <laughs> and we look around, guys, and there's no one in the 13 family campsite. All the Mennonites are gone. Not a soul is anywhere. Just a bunch of grassy campsites. We jump in this dude, my buddy's Tahoe, and go to start it. And it is completely dead. Oh, my God. We're completely alone right at where the site was. They were trying to keep no, you. No help, no nothing. We call AAA. It takes AAA maybe 30 minutes to get there. The AAA driver gets there. We're immediately talking 90 miles an hour. I'm like, oh, my God, there was a ghost. We saw the figures. And he, and he looked at us. He goes, oh, you boys saw a scepter, did you? Like on Ghost Hunters, like a real life one? And I was like, yeah. We crowd four deep into this dude's tow truck. 
drives 30 minutes back into Columbia, North Carolina, which is kind of the closest to this Pettigrew State Park at Lake Phelps. As he's dropping the Tahoe off the tow truck, the service guy, we're telling him the story too. Yeah. And he goes, well, just for, you know, just for grins, why don't you guys try to crank the car and see if it works without us touching it? And oh we got my in gosh. and the car cranked and we drove all the way back to Raleigh. Stop. Yes. Stop. <laughs> That is a big bag of crazy. It was nuts. Oh, my God, Ron. That's so awesome. That Have you done any research? Yes. I sent you a couple articles. This is kind of creepy. Blake Phelps' Wikipedia says there was like a 4,000 B.C. canoe found from Indians. It's in a museum somewhere. And the last paragraph on this Pedigree State Park website I just sent you, Julie, it says there's 13 family campsites, yada, yada, and the gravestone of a Confederate war. Uh, Boom! Confederate war that stone. was him! That's him. Okay. At the, at the campsite. We got to go. Yeah. We have I to go there. Any of this. I didn't know any of this before going to that place. I knew nothing about it. it just, oh, my God. This is from years after doing research and reading and Yeah, stuff. you straight up met him and, like, had a weird, silent guitar sesh for 30 minutes and with I this love, dude. And I love the fact I that he was, like, and he was acknowledging you, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Like the hair flips, the you know the tip in the cap. It was his way of saying like, "Don't freak out." Yeah, I'm just hanging out here. I'm you just know, gonna serenade you for a little. You know, it was <laughs> even though it. you can't really, hear really, me. really a silent serenade. It was the strangest oh. thing that's ever happened to me, and a lot of weird stuff has gone down in that's, this noodle amount. Okay, I'm sorry, but we definitely like yeah. we're gonna have to plan a road trip. We have to go totally. out there. I mean, if they already know that there's some Confederate soldier buried out yeah. there, we should be able to find I out who think this so guy too. is. Okay, I'm gonna do a little bit more research on this one. Okay, you're gonna have to do some homework. I, I will. And okay, a couple of things. How cool is it that Ron's friends immediately they weren't like, dude, shut up, let's go yeah. back to bed, or let's they packed up the car and left. Uh-huh. Like all of my friends would be like, we're not leaving we're on yeah, vacation yeah drink a beer <laughs> what is your problem and how adorable is his accent no kidding it's the so cute cute little north oh, no. carolina accent we're gonna do some research on this we're gonna find out okay. we've got to find out we who is this confederate soldier yes. he saw somebody definitely there's so much detail yeah and i've never heard a story like that no. i've heard ghost stories my whole life i have never heard one like that where it's like a movie and they're acknowledging yes. and they're the acknowledging him everything around him is silent i wish he could have heard the guitar i'm Sorry, that's so awesome. Okay, so we're going to do a little bit more research on that, on Ron's ghost. We're going to find out who the Confederate soldier is. So we'll give an update on that one uh, on the next Haunted AF episode. And again, we're not going to have anything if people aren't sending us their stories. So so please send us, email us. What are we called? Haunted AF podcast at gmail.com. So listen for that on our next episode, episode two, because we also have another story. Again, one of those, I've never heard anything like this story about a haunted Mm -hmm. hotel in New Orleans. So that's coming up on the next what? And you know it's messed up because it's New Orleans, it's right? It's New Orleans, yes, because everything's haunted Everything in New Orleans. Everything bad happens in New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if it's a New Orleans story we've never heard before, it's going to be jacked yes, up. totally. So that's coming up on the next Haunted AF. All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like what I said? Twitter? 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 <laughs> Thanks to our board op, Ziggy Becker, and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their title and technical support. And of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!